All right, you guys know I love it when we get firsts on the show, and we've got another one today. Zoe Hoffman from Davenport University in Grand Rapids, Michigan, is our first volunteer. She volunteered in Costa Rica, and coincidentally, she was also the first student that's been recruited for cheerleading, which I didn't know was a thing, and she talks a little about that, which is interesting. So enjoy the episode. I know I did, and leave a message in the comments or talk to me on social media or send me an email or whatever. But we'll see you at the end of the show. All right. The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick. They don't think it's safe. And the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that. Find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Study of Broadcast. I am here with Zoe Hoffman from Davenport University. Zoe, thank you very much for being here, and welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. All right. Well, yeah, let's get into it then. You decided to study abroad in Costa Rica. Why Costa Rica? I chose Costa Rica because um, it was one of the three programs that Davenport offered. And specifically, this program offered the opportunity to live with host families as well as complete service learning hours. So that was the key thing for me um, when deciding to go to Costa Rica over Europe or China, Mm -hmm. um, the other programs that our school offers just because I wanted to volunteer in another community and feel like I am actually living in that country, which I did. (laughs) Oh, so wait, so you actually, you were volunteering over there? Yes. Oh, that is so cool. So we've, I've been doing this for about for a while now and I still like volunteering is a big part of studying abroad and it's Mm -hmm. some, it's an option that you can definitely take. And I haven't done anyone that straight up volunteered. So I've been looking for for someone and it turns out it's you so awesome and and so costa rica and how when and for how long did you go for i went last may through june for three weeks okay May through beginning of june and and what did they what kind of volunteer work were you doing i was working in an orphanage with kids nice yeah we just taught them english we played games with them um played outside i taught them so i'm a cheerleader at davenport and we taught them how to do some little stunts some tumbling so that was a lot of fun for them yeah uh for sure <laughs> that, that sounds like a lot of fun and yeah. and tell me about the process of signing up to volunteer it's not as easy as one would think right it's it's you have to did you have to pay to do it or t- tell me about just getting started The service learning that we did was um, included in our program through Davenport. Okay. So they, we only did it for a week. So the first week that we were there, we were in San Jose and that's when we would all volunteer and we could all pick different locations. Um, So it was kind of part of the requirement that our advisors specifically want us to have that experience. Right. So get import um make it a priority that we we do so sure yeah um and then uh what was i gonna say did you was this your first time out of the country um yes 
Well, I went on a cruise when I was like 10. So this was. Okay. But still, yeah. So, yeah. so you got the passport and everything and through customs. Yeah. And so you were over there from May to June. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about where did, well, first of all, how many people went? Was it all Davenport students? Yes. Um, there were nine people. Uh-huh. And then we had two advisors. Um, so we were all from Davenport. Sure. Yeah. And and tell me, did you know these people before you left, or did you just meet them as you were doing the pro, like as you were doing the the trip? I knew four of them. Okay. And know the other two. And and did you guys did you guys like decide to do it together, or did you just um, it was just kind of by chance, like oh you're doing this too kind of thing? Well, the three of the people that I knew um, are also on my team. So I was like, hey, I'm going to Costa Rica and we needed more people to um, in order for the trip to go. And mm-hmm. I was like, would I be interested? And then they just happened to hop on board. So, Right. Okay. And, and so tell me about, so once you got down there, um, you talked about like what you did specifically like for the work, like the reason why you were down there. But what was, uh, where did they have you living when you were in Costa Rica? And then where, where in, where spit? specifically in Costa Rica, were you? Yeah. So we, this was one of the parts that was very intriguing to me when I was like trying to choose what program I wanted to do. Um, we lived with host families. Right. So we would be split up. Um, usually it's two pre- people per home. Um, and then they w- we would wake up. Um, the, we call them Mama Tikas, would make us breakfast. And then we would get on a bus and... Um, go to school and then we would come back and we only see them really for breakfast and um, at night if we have dinner with them. Um, but we live like in their communities and it was just a really amazing experience. I spent a week in San Jose um, with a family and then the last two weeks we spent in Capos, which is a really small town outside of the National Park Manuel Antonio. Okay. All right. And okay, so you got to move around a little bit within the country, right? Yeah. Nice. And is there any anything that sticks out specifically, like something funny or crazy that happened while you were there? Um, the driving is they have like their own honking language where like red lights um don't really matter, stop signs don't really matter you feel like you're on a roller coaster ride whenever you're in a car. We mm-hmm. were Ubering around and I was like holding on for my life. I mean, they're very great drivers. Like I barely ever saw an accident, but they just go and wherever they want. And when it's like, it was like three honks is like, Hey, I'm coming through move. Right. Um, or like one honk is like, stop. Like, but that That's was interesting. Their- yeah. So it's like audio honking. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. Let's see. That's exactly the kind of stuff I want to hear. I would have never known that. Like, I don't even think you could probably look that up on the internet. I don't know. Maybe you can, but, uh, all right. So that's really interesting. And then now tell me, is there anything specific to like Costa Rican food? Like, tell me about the cuisine there. Do they do anything special? Um, it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely miss it. Um, their like number one dish that I think that we ate with um, every meal was gallo pinto, which is it's basically like a rice and beans um, mix, 
but it's very good. Um, and then one thing that I miss so much is a fruit. It's called called case C A S, mm-hmm. and it's just it's kind of bitter, but if you make it into juice, it was delicious. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds really delicious. I will definitely put like look look at those and see if I can put any links or videos for them. And uh, was um, what was I gonna say? Oh, do you so uh, anything? So since you got home, right? How mm-hmm. is it? How has it affected your view of the world since you since you've gotten back to to Davenport? Um. trying to figure out how to put this it was a very humbling experience um just to be in costa rica and volunteer with um kids that don't have a lot Mm -hmm. Um, the like the houses down there and just the community like it's not like the u.s it's kind of worn down like the houses are not like the greatest built um, it's a little, as a lot of us would say, sketchy in a way, but the people were absolutely amazing and some of the happiest people that I ever met. So I would say just like to that material things are like not important, like where you live, it's about the people that you surround yourself with. Um, that was like a, a really huge lesson just to like see that like in person, how some people with so little could just be so incredibly happy. Yeah, for amazing. sure. Okay, yeah, great. That's a that's a really good that's a really good synopsis of of what what it did to you and what it did for you, I guess. And now, just kind of going into so, tell me a little bit. So, what what's your major at Davenport? I am a business major. Okay. Any specific kind of business yet, or do you, do you know? I am um, trying to figure it out. Okay. I really like to do events. Um, so I'm working on that, but I want to be working in the community as well. So I'm thinking about doing community service directors, mm-hmm. um, planning like children's activities. Right. Well, yeah, you've already got the good base of community service, huh? Yeah. And um, what was it? Oh, tell me a little bit about this is kind of I've, I've been asking students in case there's someone listening from like not from the United States or <clears throat> even not from Michigan. You guys, Grant or Davenport is in Graham. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, but tell me a little bit about why you chose to go to Davenport. I specifically chose to go to Davenport because I am on the competitive team there, so I got recruited. Um, wait, you're on. You're on what? I'm on the competitive cheerleading team. Oh, okay. So wait, so you got you got recruited, huh? Yes. Um, I'm actually so Davenport's in Michigan, and I grew up in Pennsylvania, so. I decided to come to here based on that. And then um, they also have a really great business program um, that they have a high reputation for. So, so when you say, so like competitive, is that you're like on ESPN, like that kind of stuff? Is that what you do? Um, it airs on ESPN like twice a year, but we compete at college nationals. So we can, we're division two. Um, it's very competitive. Yeah, it's, I've seen it. The cheerleaders you see on the side of the field, like right. football games. No, definitely. That's 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 really interesting. It's. I mean, you're lucky to have a little passion like that too. I'd never heard of. I'd never heard of cheerleaders getting recruited though. That's that's news to me. How? Yeah, it's 
like do they have scouts like how do they i don't understand how they'd find you yeah so our coaches can um look on like social media we can reach out to them or we go to um recruiting events uh, around specifically we stay in michigan most of the time um mm-hmm. but we'll go to events um and like high schoolers will show off their skills what they can do and then we can either offer um them a spot on the team or say come to like a personal tryout and see how you work with the team um it's very competitive i would say if you have never seen competitive cheerleading i would google nca college cheer nationals and just watch some of the routines it's probably nothing like what you would think it is yeah, well, everyone listening, they're not even going to have to Google it. I'll just put a link in the in the episode for you. Cool. Yeah. And, okay, so now moving into a little bit of like a kind of rapid fire section of the podcast, do you have any book recommendations? It doesn't have to be related to travel, just anything that you've read that you'd, that you'd recommend people read. My number one book that I would recommend people to read is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a very popular book, but it is just really great at um, getting you to kind of see things from a different view in in talking to people, um, trying to figure out how to influence people in the way that you want to influence them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I think I've heard of that. I mean, it's like one of those where you it's always up in the bookstore, you know, so I'm sure people have seen that or heard of it. And if you haven't, we'll we'll link to it. And then are there any recommendations as far as like media goes, um, blogs, apps, websites, podcasts, things like that? Um, I don't have anything really specific. I pretty much just Pinterest, um, Costa Rica. Yeah. Just kind of explored um, what culture might be like before I go and then what I should pack mostly. Right. Um, Okay, perfect. And <clears throat> finally, what would you give to what or what advice would you tell a student who's thinking about studying abroad? Or you know what, let's not even say studying abroad or volunteering. Like what would you tell a student who's thinking about volunteering? I would just tell them to do it no matter what um, is kind of like standing in your way because you never know what you can get from it. Um, right. It's just going to push you to see the world in a different way and be a better person. Um, even if you hate it, then you have that experience and you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just if the, you want to do something, just go do it. Nice. Yeah, well put. Um, what? Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say as far like when I studied abroad there were different like I didn't go to volunteer but you could volunteer just like you can volunteer like here but it was just kind of I tried it a few times and it it just never matched up with my schedule or I was always gone somewhere so I it's one of the things that I regret doing but I mean most people don't volunteer but it is something that I've heard it's just it's really it helps you and it's it's good for your your soul I guess um And then finally, do you have a do you have a quote you want to share? Um, my favorite quote is "Wherever you go, go with all your heart," and that's by Confucius. Um, so it's kind of like a little bit of travel, but also just in life. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh. Well. Um. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Zoe? I think that that is everything. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys. Zoe Hoffman, 
our first, hopefully not our last, um, international volunteer that we've had on the podcast. As always, give me a good review of the show. Well, an honest review of the show. Hopefully it's good. Social media for new episodes. And there's a ton of stuff on the website. The infographic will be posted with this interview. Uh, there's quiz. There's a quiz on there. There's Study Abroad 201, which I talk about in the outro. And Zoe, thank you very much for doing this again. And we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.